0: What do Afghan fighters, the LPGA, and Japanese bandsaws have in common? Episode 18 of the Booterverse. Well, hello, everybody. It is episode 18. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have a very special guest in the studio with us today. Professional golfer Ashley Albrecht is with us. We're going to talk about the LPGA and what she can do for my stroke. Vasily Krapov is back with us today, and of course, Judy Scheinbaum answers your questions. All today on this episode of the Booterverse. Today's episode of the Booterverse is brought to you by Patio Furniture patio furniture. Sure, you could sit inside, but why bother? Buddha. And now for news in my orbit. They say an army marches on its stomach, and apparently the Peshmerga don't pack their debit cards. Some 80 of the elite Kurdish fighters were on their way late Wednesday to battle militants in Kobani when they decided to stop off at the Demeral Motor Services restaurant. Gorging themselves on earth kebab and Syrian version of a truck stop hot dog, the party ran up a tab equivalent to nearly $500 before skipping out on the bill. Claims that the charges were paid by provincial government officials have turned out to be false and the restaurant is seeking other means of collecting the debt. There has yet been no confirmation on rumors that the proprietors have offered insurgents a handsome reward for capturing the offenders and returning them to the eatery to wash dishes until the bill is settled. Moving on to childhood toys, a new set of interactive soft toys has been designed that allows babies to upload photos, videos, and locations, status updates to social media without having to know how to use a computer. The developer of the gadget said she was inspired by a desire to save tots and tykes the world over from having their lives hijacked and interpreted by people who have no idea what they're really going through. She believes parents have a bizarre level of involvement in the private lives of their children and hope devices such as the selfie ball will help babies take back their social media autonomy. The product line also includes diapers with an onboard camera that sends poopy pics directly to Instagram. It also includes a pacifier with built-in GPS that allows them to check in at their favorite spots. The data collected by the devices can automatically be uploaded to sites like Facebook and Twitter with the touch of a single slobbery finger. Scheduled to be released in time for the holiday shopping season is a special bottle that registers its contents and allows a baby to post reviews directly to Yelp. Moving on to mustaches, the American Mustache Institute has announced the first inductees into the International Mustache Hall of Fame, which will be announced on February 11th, Burt Reynolds' birthday. The global facial hair and attractiveness communities have been pining for a proper place to honor those who have brought great mustaches to our world, said Adam Paul Cosgrove, who is the chief executive of the American Mustache Institute and 2012 winner of the prestigious Robert Goulet Memorial Mustached American of the Year Award. He said the organization has been working with noted halls of fame honoring everything from burlesques to hot dogs to ensure they provide an appropriate and satisfying experience for fans of the follicle. Nominations for the Hall of Fame are currently being accepted at mustachehalloffame.com, but those wishing to contact the organization should be prepared to divulge the status of their own bristles. This ranges from lady of mustache to shameful, clean, shaven mortal. Initially, the Hall of Fame will exist only online, but Mr. Cosgrove hopes a facial hair-positive benefactor will step up and offer a place to stash this lovely museum. And with not too far of a leap, we move from mustaches to hipsters, If you thought hipsters had finally gone over the edge with toast bars, brace yourself for the fourth sign of the apocalypse, artisanal ice. Yes, the lesions who discovered how to type without electricity have now figured out how to freeze water. Connoisseurs of the boutique ice claim its awesomeness lies not just in the fact that it begins with water sourced from a tap in John Stevens's pectorals, it is also painstakingly crafted with miniature Japanese bandsaws through a laborious process of shaping and compacting. These oversized cubes have become highly sought after by the cocktail crowd. One aficionado waxed poetic about them saying, they're just so cold. Artisanal ice companies have sprung up from D.C. to Portland, where one enterprising ice maker delivers his product to exclusive watering holes in a large, rickshaw-driven cooler. Naysayers have ridiculed the trend which can add as much as $2 per cube to your tab. But that hasn't dissuaded the growing ranks of devotees who believe their ice is, well, way cooler than anything you're putting in your drink. And that's been it for news in my orbit. We'll be right back, right after this. Today's episode of the Buddhaverse is brought to you by Silly Putty. Silly Putty. Sure, wouldn't it be great to have some substance that can actually capture the headlines on the newspaper? No. No, it wouldn't. We now have a wonderful guest and correspondent from Mishawaka, Wisconsin, in a segment we like to call Mornings with Marsha. Marsha Houlihan, you're on the Buddhaverse. Oh, hello, Emory. It's good to see you. Great to be back here skippity skyping with you. And by the way, my little darling friend, you look like a gem there. I tell you what, you look like the butter on top of a silver dollar flapjack that's been turned more ways than Mario Andretti in the speedway right there, don't you know? I tell you what, here in Wisconsin, we don't really get into the motor racing. We kind of like the snow fishing or ice fishing, as we like to call it. But I tell you what, those snow fish are under the, the waters they and we like to catch him whenever we can. But I tell you what, sometimes I just like to see those men in those fire retardant suits just hopping into those hippity of vehicles, and just revving their engines there. Nothing gets me going more than Walt in one of his little uh, get-ups there when he goes ice fishing, but I tell you what, if it was a little bit slimmer there and I think Walt uh, lost a little bit of uh, weight there, oh my, I think he'd be a sight to see and he could give those little uh, drivers a run for their money. I tell Tell y'all what our little Waltie Walt would take that snow machine there, and he'd get on that asphalt and just burn some steel. I tell y'all what, there Emery. So what can I help y'all with, Marcia? You know I love you, but you're supposed to be doing a report for us. Oh well, yeah, yeah. See anything on that little email there? You know, sometimes things get just so lost over electronical communication. You know, one time I sent a snow uh, a snow mail uh, to my grandmother's niece. Uh, Which is technically my second aunt twice removed. And I tell you what, it took her a month and a half to get back to me. Uh, Truth be told, uh, did you know that the postman doesn't actually deliver computers? I didn't even know. I just assumed that he would just take the laptop right to her, but no, he doesn't actually do that. So here I was thinking that the message had gotten to her and flibbity gibbet. Well, it had not. And so here I was thinking that she understood that Aunt Josephine had passed away, at, you know, three days ago, and here she is seven months late to the funeral. And I tell you what, it caused a family panic worse than the one time that Walt's mother-in-law which is my own mother, actually, and I tell you what, it was a catastrophe, took the breakfast, and I swear to heaven, six. Now, you know, that's strong language for me there. She actually burnt lunch. I know she was making a grilled cheese, and I swear to heaven's sakes, it looked like those Afghani fighters had just firebombed that little piece of bread. And I tell you what, I love my servicemen, and that was a tragedy. I tell you what, I, I still haven't, I still don't know where i come down on that, but I tell you what, I like America. And uh, I will say that when insurgents attack, Walt and I are at the ready. That's why I carry a special brand of firearm in my house. Now, I don't like to be too graphic about it, but it's called the Whaler 3000. It's actually a shotgun mounted with, that's right, a harpoon. Now, I know sometimes when you're fighting insurgents, you don't need a harpoon, but sometimes you do. You never know when you're going to have a whale of a time beating down a sort of a, uh, sort of an extremist deer from the desert. And I, I'm from the, you know, the snow-capped mountains here in Wisconsin. Well, we don't actually have mountains, but you know what I mean. And, uh, you know, so sometimes you just have to be at the ready, my friend. And so I am plugging my great little Whaler 3000 because you never can tell when you're going to need a shotgun slash harpoon. Well, thank you, Marsha. I'm glad to know that you all and... Wisconsin are doing so well in keeping America safe from insurgents. Oh, I tell you what, one time Ted Nugent came up here, and I, well, we just didn't even know what to do. <laughs> well, Emery, I think it's about time for me to go, but I tell you what, sweetness to you, my, my lovely friend there, and uh, we'll be back anytime you want. Thank you, Marsha. We'll be right back, right after this. Today's episode of the buddha is brought to you by Frozen Burritos. Frozen Burritos, the food of unemployed single young men. Buddha. Oh my friends, it is great. We have Judy Scheinbaum back with us today in an episode we like to call The Last Lung with Judy. Judy, you're on the air. Welcome to the show.
1: Oh, Emery, it's so good to see you. My God, you look like a vision. I swear, you are like the Sphinx. Melted down, recapitulated into something amazing, sort of like I don't know a dreidel. But I've got some questions, so let's go ahead and get the answers. My first question is from Stella in Coconut Grove. Ooh, hello, coconuts! Clippity clappity, clippity clappity. She says, "Hmm, to duckin? Yes or no, sweetheart?" I'm a Jew. I don't know what to duckin' is. I swear to God, it sounds like matzah on crack. I don't even think that you have a concept of what you're doing. The only kind of bird I like is quail in the desert. And let me tell you what, I've been wandering around this world for more than 40 years, and you, my dear, have to lock it up. If you put a turkey inside a duck, or a duck inside of a turkey, I want no part of it. If I can't have a garment that's more than one thread of cloth. I certainly don't want a bird or a fowl. I I recall fowl. I do not want to have two birds stuck in one of another bird. My god, it's like Sylvester Stallone stuck inside Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's something I never want to see. Next. Ooh, this is from Babs in Decatur. Decatur, Georgia, I think. My adult son wants to dress as a lobster every day, and I don't know how best to support To support him in that. Do you have any suggestions? Sweetheart, no. Your son is a loser. Lock it up. Kick him out. It's time to move on. I swear. One time, Eliza wanted to dress as an octopus and I said, No, sweetheart. You are not going to look like a puss out there in the world. That was the end of it. I cut her off. But she still keeps coming back for more. Ugh, ingrate. Ooh, Wayne and Olympia, Washington, that's the other side of the country. I love it out there. I swear that it rains more often than Nebuchadnezzar's beard in the springtime. Now, let's see here. She says, oh no, he says, I think my uncle is stealing laundry from my mother. What should I do? Oh my. Well, I suppose it depends what he's stealing from your mother. Is he stealing her panties? Because I swear, one time my panties were stolen and it really was hiked up a flagpole. I swear, I was the mascot, indeed, the flag bearer for the whole state of New Jersey. And I swear to God, I don't even live there. So what you really need to do is get those panties back, my friends. Let's get that flag down from the flagpole. Let's have that at half-mast and move on. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. It's already our last question. These are just going like, oh, it's going like Mario Andretti around that track. And I don't even watch NASCAR, but I love it. Oh, this is from Andy in McConnell, Pennsylvania. He says, how do I stay fragrant throughout the day? Andy, I don't know why you want to stay fragrant. Are you a woman? Have you been visiting the Macy's counter, the perfume counter at Macy's? I swear, do you smell like a freaking pumpkin on St. Patrick's Day? I think not. You are a man. You should smell of musk and zebra. That is all. Mm, I suppose that's it. You all have a wonderful day. I love you all.
0: And that's been it for The Last Lung with Judy. Today's episode of The Buddha First is brought to you by the Hosen. The Hosen. Sure, you may be a man. Sure, you may be a woman. But you won't be a girly man. Well, everybody, we are back, and I have a very special guest in the studio with me today. Ashley Albrecht, professional golfer, is with me. Ashley, how are you doing?
2: I'm good, thank you. Mmm,
0: I am so <laughs> glad to hear that. Now, Ashley, you're not part of the LPGA yet, but if you were... Why isn't it called the WPGA? <laughs>
2: Um, you know, that's a question I really don't know the answer to. Ladies, Mm. it's the ladies' professional tour instead of women's professional tour, so.
0: But aren't the ladies women?
2: I mean, you have some young girls out there, some 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds out there, Mm -hmm. so.
0: Do you know the average age of the Chinese professional golfers? I do not. Probably a lot younger. Yes. Mm, Probably. (laughs) So, when did you start golfing?
2: Um, I actually started pretty late. I started when I was 14, so a freshman in high school.
0: Oh, a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. Was it the outfits that got
2: you on the course? Oh, definitely not, no. They were awful back then.
0: Oh, what were they like?
2: I don't even, I used to only just wear Abercrombie, mm. so the outfits yes. are pretty bad. I had to go to a department store to get stylish. Well, sure.
0: Have you ever been in an Abercrombie store lately?
2: No, I have not.
0: Oh, don't. I popped in <laughs> the other day. My God, that smell just waft, and the wafted music. in your face. Yeah.
2: So if I was on
0: a course that you play on, what smell would waft in my face?
2: You know, it just depends where you're at. You know, um, If you're at university clubs, sometimes you smell the cows. Mm. Um, it just depends in the area, I guess.
0: What is the most delightful course you've ever played on?
2: Um... I've played a lot, and I've been very blessed with that. I would probably say it's in Mississippi. We played there um, my senior year for Kentucky. I don't remember the town. It was a small town, but it was for Mississippi State, ah. and it was a great course. So,
0: Lovely. Yeah. Well, a shout-out to the good old M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I P-P-I. Now, in terms of the LPGA, if I wanted to join, could I?
2: Well, if you wanted to become a professional, well, you can you could join the PGA.
0: Right, but the L No, you cannot. Why, why not?
2: I mean, it's just not happening.
0: Is it because I'm not a woman?
2: Exactly. I feel
0: like that's sexist. Isn't there a Title IX out there somewhere <laughs> to protect individuals to, to be able to play a sport that they love?
2: There was actually, a couple years ago, a lady petitioning the LPGA or Q School... Um, and she was a transgender, and I don't know what ended up happening there, but I mean, men have their tour, women have their tour.
0: So, mm, so maybe we need to start a trans tour. Maybe. It would be uh, in all golf courses that are just now being turned into golf courses. Yeah, I guess so, so it would be that much more <laughs> difficult to play. Yeah. But if anybody can do it, anyone. Mm, <laughs> I support that. Inclusion, it's a beautiful thing. Now, you started playing at the age of 14, you. You were drawn in by the outfits from Abercrombie and Fitch. How has your game progressed over the years?
2: Um, you definitely watch it mature. Um, college really helped that. Um, and then you watch the level from amateur golf to professional golf, and just how much it changes in just, just such a short span of time. So,
0: what do you think that's due to? I mean, is it just practice time? Is it being with other golfers? Is it just maturity?
2: I think it's a little bit of everything. Um, I mean, I came to Kentucky from California, so that was maturity on moving like most athletes do and you know, really taking responsibility in your game and what you want and being realistic and what you need to do to achieve your goals. Um, and then on the professional circuit, it's just it, it becomes cutthroat. You're playing for money and um, it, you you can't get away with talent out there. You're good, but you're not going to be great and you're going to be missing cuts, and it's expensive, so then you start working harder.
0: Mm. Do they have sponsorships like they do in professional racing? They do. Are you sponsored by someone?
2: I am currently sponsored with Callaway. Oh, yes, I know
1: Callaway. They
2: have been great to me um, for a very long time, but I am right now looking for other sponsors oh
0: my goodness she's defecting yeah thank goodness no one from callaway listens to this (laughs) podcast
2: no no it's like money sponsors oh i see callaway they're um they're my equipment sponsor and they have been great they
0: so they're not going away
2: no no beautiful um but they they give me everything like hats balls gloves any kind of clubs they take really good care of me
0: do you think callaway could give me a set of balls A set of balls, or whatever, (laughs) perhaps a club. I don't. I don't know.
2: I mean, you know somebody now, so I do know somebody. I could maybe help you out. I feel like
0: Callaway Golf should sponsor the Booterverse. What do you think?
2: Oh, I don't know.
0: You don't know. Why don't you know?
2: What are you gonna do for them? What What am I not? What am I not going to do
0: (laughs) for them? Tens of tens of people listen to this podcast. (laughs) It is out there in the the stratosphere. Dare I say? The BuddhaVerse, people know, people know.
2: You know, we will we'll talk to some people and see Mm. what we can do. Mm. Thank goodness, (laughs)
0: Callaway Golf, the maybe almost sort of kind of next sponsor, perhaps of the (laughs) BuddhaVerse. So, getting back on the course, what's your least favorite hole? Where? Depends.
2: That's a really broad question. Of course, how to answer it? Ooh,
0: answer it any way you want.
2: Um, I hate holes that are. I don't know, poorly laid out. Hmm. If that makes any mm. sense. Golfers would understand that. R-
0: I, what, I, t- <laughs> I t- how, how do you know I'm not a golfer? I mean, sure, I'm not part of the LPGA or the Symmetra Tour, but I golf.
2: Like putt-putt or?
0: Oh, ouch, that hurts me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I always found the windmill shot to be a bit of a, you know, a hard shot to do. <laughs> Any windmills out there in the professional tour? No. Should there be? No. Why not?
2: That's like Mickey Mouse Golf.
0: It's adding, uh, uh, madam, a level of difficulty to a course not yet seen.
2: Well, if you want that kind of le- like level of difficulty, go to the Blessings in Arkansas. It mm-hmm. is awful.
0: Right. A lot of soybeans, I bet.
2: No, the holes and just how it's laid out. It's awful.
0: Mm, but a lot of golfers?
2: I don't know. Mm, so It's a Arkansas- blessing when you walk off the course. Oh
1: wow.
0: Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Ouch!
2: Yeah. Oh, zing. Yeah. Zing to
0: Arkansas courses.
2: Yeah. No, just that course. Just that course. Okay. Yeah.
0: Have you played anywhere else in Arkansas? I have not. Okay. So it's fine. Okay. That's good. <laughs> no, I'm sure you know who else you know who's from Arkansas. Who? The President of the United States, former President Bill Clinton. Clinton. Oh, hey, listen, I tell you, (laughs) Ashley, it is such a pleasure to have you on the show today. (laughs) Oh, my. Seriously, vote for my wife. I'm sure she's going to run in 20, whatnot. It's going to be okay. Oh, please. It's so good. (laughs) And stop dissing Arkansas courses. Not nice. Do you think that orange cones would have been a better sort of addition to the course to help you mark out the hazards? Orange
2: cones? No. We already have sticks out there marking out hazards.
0: Hmm. Mm, are we having a Bagger Vance moment right now? <laughs> no. I don't know. Did you ever see the movie? I know. Why don't you like Will Smith?
2: Oh, I love Will Smith. And yet you couldn't
0: watch The Legend of Bagger Vance.
2: I've never even heard of that.
0: I mean, he made Hickok and then The Legend of Bagger Vance, two of seen, his favorite movies. I
2: haven't even seen that movie, Hickok.
0: What? No. He plays a disgruntled superhero. It's delightful.
2: No. Mm,
0: any superheroes on the golf course? No. If there was a superhero, which one would it be? And what would they play?
2: (laughs) I don't... Wow, I don't even know. Yeah, do
0: you see, like, Clark Kent, like, out there, uh, maybe on the course, or, uh, I don't know, Thor, maybe? I mean, he's got that hammer. I mean,
2: I would not be opposed to Thor being out there with that body,
0: but... Mm, I'm sure you wouldn't be. (laughs) See, and I get accused of comments that I make about See, I would like to see Wonder Woman out there. I would love to see what she could do with those last (laughs) and those... Anyway... I feel like we've digressed a bit.
2: Golfing,
0: why is it so difficult?
2: You would think it would be an easy sport because the ball's not moving.
0: And it's small. It's It's a tiny ball.
2: Yeah. You would think it would be pretty easy to hit, but it is so annoying. It is six hours of just pure, I don't know, you're either your best friend out there or your worst enemy. Mm. So it's, I don't know.
0: So kind of like the Fast and Furious movies.
2: How is that? Anything like S- Six hours of horrible. No, Fast and Furious is fast and right. golf is slow. slow. Mm.
0: Is golf the only sport you can do while drinking? I would think so. You can also bowl.
2: Oh, I guess so.
0: And you can ice skate.
2: Ice skate while drinking.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm a man of danger, Ashley. I'm a man of danger. So someone
2: knows from experience.
0: Well, I'm not saying I do, but I'm not saying that I don't. <laughs> So golfing and drinking, good combination.
2: You know, I haven't done it before.
0: Well, you...
2: I what? haven't. Yeah. You
0: have been playing since the, the lovely age of fourteen. I know. Not had a not had a drink on the course. Not on
2: the course no. Mm. It's normally afterwards. But
0: those but the girls in the golf cart and they come. I was actually
2: a beverage cart girl. What? Yeah. Mm. I quit after two hours, but I made some <laughs> good tips. <laughs>
0: Just in two hours?
2: Oh, yeah. Mm. I had to quit, though. Why? I did a church outing, and the co- from a church outing, mm. the comments were so bad, I had to quit.
0: Whoa. Well, Jesus loves some golf.
2: It was bad. Mm. It was, wow. Yeah. Wow. But I was younger, so.
0: What? I, doesn't that make it worse?
2: Well, yes, but I think if I were to do it now, I could roll with it.
0: Oh, I see. So you just felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, do you remember some of
2: the comments? Oh my gosh, no. That was like my junior year of college. Okay, but
0: you remember enough of it. It was to enough know, to
2: make me quit.
0: Wow. After two hours. Two
2: hours. That wow. was my first job and my only job so mm. far.
0: Sounds like a lot of my relationships. Yeah. Mm. Good old two hours. <laughs> nah, that's about it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Mm. yeah. How many uh,
0: tournaments do you get to play a year or a month? or?
2: Um, well, right now there really aren't any tournaments unless you do like the certain state opens um but is during, that beneath you no no not at all is that above you no it's a lot of girls go play those on the off this is considered off season oh um and then during the summer i think i played in 20 20 events and this year they're adding three events so 23 this next year wow so it's a it's a hectic three months of just constantly traveling and playing
0: that is a lot of goals.
2: yeah it's a lot of time on the road.
0: Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Do you find being on the road and a professional athlete to be challenging?
2: Um, it can be. Um, I played in a couple events last year out of college and I was really miserable and I didn't know if it was something I really wanted to pursue. And this year I really just learned to enjoy the state I was in and kind of do things
0: except for arkansas of course
2: i didn't arkansas was in college so right but i I still i feel
0: like you're just gonna fly right over that place nope
2: not (sighs) going not happening Mm. i feel like
0: arkansas gets a bad rap
2: it's kind of boring there a
0: lot of soybeans not
2: not my um it's not my scenery Mm.
0: speaking of scenery you're from socal is Mm -hmm. that right Mm. can you can you tell us the city
2: I'm in Marietta. Oh. Mm-hmm. Lovely. So it's a hmm. it's a great area. It was fun to grow up in and great family and friends out there. So
0: For those who don't know, what city is Marietta close like to Like, near?
2: Um, it's like in Riverside County. It's ten minutes from Temecula. Um, I'm in the middle of like Newport and San Diego.
1: Ah, San Diego.
2: Mm.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that's a beautiful place. It is. Hmm. So when am I gonna come to visit?
2: Whenever I'm going home on the eighth and I'll be there for a while, so <sighs>
0: Booter does Cali, SoCal. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, we've we are way there is a we are down
1: so many rabbit
0: holes right now. It's <laughs> lovely. A lot of people don't know this. I'm originally from Cleveland, and I'm not too far away from Cedar Point, which okay. is an amazing amusement park, not a theme park, like. Disneyland is, but an amusement park. And the best days to go are rainy days, are rainy days because nobody comes no and like, you know, when it's not raining, they open the rides exactly. and y- yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. See, this is how. Mm.
2: <laughs> so you understand. Oh. You get it.
0: Of course I get it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I wish everybody could live close to a theme park or an amusement yeah. park. Do you have a favorite Disney character?
2: I like Tinkerbell.
0: Talk to me about Tinkerbell.
2: She's cute.
0: Mm. Have you ever thought about golfing as Tinkerbell? Oh, no. Why not?
2: How would I do that?
0: I don't know. You're the golfer. Do ladies' golf pants have a lot of pleats in them?
2: I don't wear pants. Oh. Yeah. That sounds kind of bad. I wear skirts and dresses. Sometimes
0: I don't wear pants. <laughs> skirts and dresses? hmm mm. What's a dress like? Is it sort of like the Amish playing putt-putt? No. I
2: actually, I mean, you've seen my skirts and cats. They're kind of shorter. I'm not going, I am not
0: going to say whether I have seen her skirts or not. (laughs) I'm not going to answer that question.
2: Oh, but I, the dresses are kind of like the polo style, I don't know, summer dresses. And you Hmm. just wear a little spandex under them. Oh. So they're not long. Mine are, I guess, short.
0: Why the spandex?
2: So no one sees anything.
0: Oh, so it's kind of like cheerleading almost. Yeah, you
2: gotta, you still have to stay ladylike.
0: Sure. But the fact that the skirts are so short, how ladylike is that?
2: Um, there's spandex in them. You don't see anything. Okay, that's good. Yeah.
1: I mean, I would hate for an
0: LPGA or Symmetra Tour participant to be flashing the world. Could you
2: imagine? Oh, that I could kind imagine. Scandal?
0: Oh, man. Whew. Front page of Golf Digest. That'd be, Grrr.
2: Yeah. That'd, that'd be <sighs> Scandal. Bad.
0: Yeah. Like Kerry Washington.
2: <laughs> Do you watch Scandal? I don't. Oh, it's a good show. I've heard.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
2: That's great. <laughs> So,
0: we've talked about the SoCal, we've talked about lots of different things. Uh, This is a true story. You were asked previously, if you were abandoned on a desert island, what three items would you take? You said an iPod, ice cream, and a snorkel mask. Okay. Do you want to amend that?
2: Yes. Yes. That was from a couple years ago. I did not say that. My dad did.
0: No. Yes. Your father is he, answering your questions. He
2: filled out that He also called you
0: a dirty whore, too. That's no. in there. It's in there. It's in the I'm questions. I'm the
2: furthest thing from that.
0: I know, I know that. <laughs> but does your father know that?
2: Come on. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Okay. No. My dad filled out that questionnaire because I didn't want to answer the questions. And I hated the answers he gave. And so this last year, I... I thought I did some great answers, and for some reason, that's coming up.
0: Can I also say that if you had to pick one animal to describe okay, you, I did not answer it would this. be a baby giraffe. Oh,
2: yeah. I used to be called baby giraffe on Kentucky's team. What? Because when I'm sitting on the ground waiting, um, how I get up, I, I don't use my hands. You use I just your... kind of use my legs, and it looks like I'm wobbling like a baby giraffe. That is so cute. I've
0: always wanted a miniature giraffe. Aren't
2: they cute? They
0: are adorable. Yes. I've always wanted to ride a giraffe too. They're adorable. I don't know what that would be because they actually can gallop, you know.
2: Can they really? Oh
0: yes, they can run very fast. They're like horses with long necks. (laughs) Yes, that's true. Oh
2: my goodness. That
0: that is a true... Look at... Go to the internet. (laughs) Okay. Watch giraffes running.
2: Okay, I'll do that after this.
0: You know what other animal I always find to be funny while running A cow. You don't ever expect to see a cow running, but they do. They run.
2: I can't say I've seen that. Oh, they do. No, you just hear them all the time. Mm No. Yep. So, is
0: the cow the most frequent animal you see while you're golfing?
2: You see a lot of birds. Birds. You Mm. see turtles. Turtle. Uh, sometimes alligators.
0: Right. Snakes. Uh, Ooh.
2: Yeah. So,
0: are you kind of like the Steve Irwin of golf?
2: Definitely not.
0: Mm. Do you have a favorite course?
2: Um, I like the course I grew up back home. It's called Bear Creek Golf Club, but um, it's a Jack Nicklaus course, and they've been very gracious, and they've given me an honorary membership, so...
0: That's good, you know, because a lot of times, you know, the triumvirate African-Americans, Jewish people, and women did not get memberships to courses. Yeah. Times are changing, though. Yeah,
2: there's uh, quite a few members out there.
0: As a woman, do you find that you are in any way discriminated against?
2: Actually, yeah. Um, with golf or?
0: Whatever. I was specifically okay. talking golf, but in, in any way, With golf, sure.
2: yes. Um, it actually happened like a week ago a week ago yeah you, this is crazy so, but okay y- you see this stuff a lot and it, it gets annoying um I had to walk and t- I mean I love dicks sporting good
1: no do you <laughs> um okay.
2: and I had to go there and grab a grip for my putter and a gentleman that worked in the golf department kind of looked at me and obviously I know what I'm grabbing
1: mm. and he was like I'm glad you, that you do you
2: don't want that you don't need that grip no that's excuse me like they look at you like you're just some girl who doesn't know how to play golf and so I had to bring my my clubs in he kind of like looked at me and I'm like I kind of know what grip I want but thank you and he had to regrip it and he apologized but it, I don't I don't like the the assuming of a woman being a terrible golfer every time you go into a, a sporting goods store Do you think
0: that's really it, that people assume that women are bad golfers? Or do you just, do you think people assume that women just don't golf at all?
2: Probably the not golfing part. They're probably figuring like a girl is going to go to the course to try to impress somebody. Or it's not really like a sport that they're doing.
0: Right, so maybe you should go back to beer carting.
2: Yeah, maybe. Hmm. But I wasn't good at that. No, so. after two hours? Yeah, I obviously can't make a living on that, so. Sure.
0: But when you're out on the golf course, though, now that you're on us, you know, almost, mm-hmm. you know, professional level, mm-hmm. do you find that that, when you're actually on the course and doing what you're doing, that the sort of cachet you know, the, the fact that you're a woman kind of subsides and people just care about how you golf?
2: Yeah, I I think when we're on when we're in a town, you can definitely see an impact that we're bringing, and it's really fun to see like the young girls coming out and watching us and seeing what an impact we are to them, um, being role models and showing that they can pursue a dream and be successful in it.
0: Well, and you actually were out at a school not that long ago, and mm-hmm. you signed some autographs and yeah. talked to some some younger girls, and mm-hmm. that has to be gratifying for you having played for all these years yeah. and now being able to. Talk to and interface with the next generation. Yeah,
2: it's definitely something I enjoy. Um, I'm a strong believer that my purpose in life is to be with kids somehow, if that's um, teaching them or being a role model. I just, I love giving back. So whenever I'm on on tour or like when I was an athlete at Kentucky, I either went to the hospital and spent time with kids or um, I will do a lot of like little clinics. There was one in South Carolina or North Carolina where it was the father daughter golf clinic or um, i don't know just taking time and stepping aside and talking to that little girl or little boy that's watching you i i i think it's important to give back and i don't i don't know i wouldn't be where i am if someone didn't give back to me
0: wow ashley albrecht you are a class act <laughs> thank you well i say that without the mustache so i don't know how much
2: how classy it is indeed
0: hmm. mm Ever thought about growing a mustache?
2: No, definitely not. Mm. I don't think that would... I'll, I'll, I'll let you oh. stay with that. And... It
0: is a burden that I will just have to bear.
2: Ugh, I couldn't imagine kissing someone with a mustache. Oh, it's
0: not as bad as you would think. Uh... I mean, I, I don't <laughs> know, because I don't... I wouldn't imagine it's as bad as one would think. You hope. I would hope. It's kind of bristly, I suppose.
2: Yeah, I know. Hmm. Stick to the clean shave. Yeah, I I wonder, would you
0: ever date a man with a mustache? I don't think so. Mm.
2: I mean, if he like won me over and then he was like, oh, I'm going to grow a mustache now, I guess I'm kind of stuck with that unless I decide to shave it in his sleep. Mm. But I'm not a fan of it.
1: Any
0: women on the tour with mustaches? (laughs) Oh, there are. Oh, there's some mannish women. Ladies, ladies on the tour.
2: I think some girls don't know. To wax or... But they're nice girls. Oh, I'm
0: sure they are. They just look like Burt Reynolds on a good day. They don't
2: have, like, mustaches, but oh, they have prefer. a couple dark...
0: Mm, a shadow. Yeah. Mm, the shadow knows.
2: Yeah. 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 Mm. It's all right, though.
0: Mm. A lot of lesbians on the tour?
2: I actually don't have a gaydar, so I don't know. I'm you sure you don't have a... a gaydar? No, I do not. One of my really good friends had to come out to me because I had no clue. Oh. Um. Mm. I mean, I'm sure... There are, you hear stories of, you hear stories, but I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter.
0: Right, it's just who can score the best. Yeah,
2: and I mean, you're out there meeting people and it doesn't matter their their preference. You know, you want to be around someone who's just a, a, a good heartily good person.
0: Absolutely. Do you have a handicap?
2: I do, but I haven't looked at it for a while. Last time I had to enter it, it was probably like a plus one.
0: Mm-hmm. Why does golf hate disabled people
2: oh my goodness what is that I
0: mean they have a handicap I mean I feel set my handicap is so large
2: it's it's about your your scores and what you shoot
0: oh oh I'm oh it's not about no oh because because I say handicap yeah. I just no no hmm <laughs> is there a disabled golf Federation because if not there should be
2: I don't think I think there are, but there's a lot of like, um, Wounded Warriors that play. And I think they do a lot of tournaments for that and it's really cool to see.
0: That is awesome. You know who also does a lot of stuff with Wounded Warriors? George (laughs) W. Bush.
2: Oh yeah, that's right.
0: That's right, America. Seriously, (laughs) I like to go bike riding with my pals. It's a good time.
2: (laughs) Clinton and George Bush are good friends.
0: They are. How crazy is that? I would have never guessed that. Do you think golf brought them together?
2: Um, I think they just put their political views aside and... Just got along. Mm. Well, because he's good friends with George's, or, yeah, Bush's dad.
0: Absolutely right. I love the HW. Mm-hmm. That guy is a gem.
2: He is awesome.
0: Absolutely. Have you ever met him?
2: No. But he um still, was it, skydives. Yeah. On his birthday. Every You're- birthday, he skydives. Isn't that
0: great? Yeah. Have you ever skydiven? No. Sky I di- had did-
2: someone try to convince me to go, and I want to go, but what's the point of jumping out of a a plane like i i do not see myself going out that way mm, my parachute doesn't open no thank you mm, what's
0: the point of playing 18 holes of golf
2: i don't know because
0: don't, some would say it's the same level of scary
2: i don't, I don't know sometimes in college you have 36 whole days no usga events wow qualifiers that's a long 36
0: day. whole days
2: yeah Ooh. that's a lot of golf
0: yeah that is a lot of holes to get balls into mm-hmm. wow 36 yeah. of them
2: mm-hmm
1: mm.
0: <laughs> mm, just doing the math in my head. That's
2: a lot of hours. Mm,
0: that is a lot.
2: Yep. And you're walking.
0: Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, you don't take the cart, do you? No. Why not?
2: Because that's not what you do in a tournament. Oh. Mm-hmm. Why is
0: walking important?
2: I think it's just, I don't, I think when you're in a cart that's practice or with your buddies, but, I don't know, when you're in a tournament, it's just like anything else. You're not.
0: How do you drink beer and golf, not be in a cart?
2: I've actually never had beer. What? Yeah. Can you believe that? (laughs) Ah. Ah. Speechless. I'm
0: speechless. (laughs) Whoa, that's okay. Yeah. A lot of people don't like it.
2: I stick to like...
0: You, you have a wine spritzer every night and again. I bet you do, don't you? You little su- <laughs> I sweet little person. Of course you do. I
2: like a... Uh...
0: Maybe a little wine cooler in the summer. It's like no, you're in I've the interview. Oh, what?
2: Wah! No. Long Island Iced Teas. I love some Long Island You're an Island L.I.T.
0: girl. I had one last
2: night. Hmm. Did some damage.
0: Hmm. Arnold Palmer would be proud of you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever wanted to drink an L.I.T. with a good old A.P.?
2: That would be pretty cool, wouldn't
0: that it? That would be really cool. Yeah. <sighs> Let's... let Let's that be our goal okay you and me Arnold Palmer lit and he can drink an an Arnold, Arnold Palmer, Palmer. <laughs> because come on yeah How do you feel about that drink the Arnold Palmer?
2: I love it, isn't it great? It's really good it's refreshing. Yeah,
0: it's refreshing and soothing at the same time. It's very good hmm. I've got one last question. Uh, when you were asked what the last oh, book you goodness. had read was five people you would meet in heaven. So, Ashley, who do you think you'd meet in heaven?
2: Who would I meet in heaven? Well, obviously Jesus. Mm,
0: he's got to be... If he's not there, it kind of defeats the purpose, <laughs> right?
2: That's um, that's definitely the one. And I would probably meet my grandma, who I've never met before, so that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't know, I I've been very fortunate and have not had anyone pass on me.
0: Whoa.
2: So, I just...
0: And I don't even know how old you are. I'm
2: 24. Don't? Oh, she said it!
0: (laughs) Because I wouldn't have said a day over 22.
2: Oh, thank you. Well. Kind of. I think. (laughs) I've been told I have a baby face, so. You
0: are, well, you're a gem. (laughs) People know that. Yeah. At the end of every show, I give uh, my guests an opportunity to say anything they want, plug anything they want. Uh, Where can we reach you on the World Wide Web? Is there a place where people can get in touch with you if they just need to know more about Ashley Albrecht?
2: Yeah, um, obviously I'm on every social media site there is. I'm on Facebook, so Ashley Albrecht. Um, I'm on Instagram. Who isn't on Instagram? Who isn't these days? Um, I think it's Ashley Albrecht underscore Mm, and then I'm on Twitter and it's A Albrecht underscore underscore. So,
0: the underscore is after the Albrecht.
2: Yes, Whew. but it's two underscores on Twitter, and one on Instagram.
0: Dear God Almighty!
2: Yes, it was already taken. Uh, so, what
0: Ashley Albrecht is out there that is taken? There are your a
2: lot. T- I've actually met a couple girls on Facebook spelt the same way what? Ashley Albrecht.
0: And your I love the way you spell your Thank name. Thank you. A s h l e i g h.
2: Yeah, it's very unique. And those two girls found me on Facebook. They're married now, so obviously they have new names but, but yet they
0: still have their own yeah old thing. so it's
2: a fun little connection we have yeah but
0: why don't they give it up you know what i mean like they change their name for marriage why can't they just give you the twitter <laughs> hand? you know what i mean
2: yeah they don't have twitter though oh but we found each other on facebook oh. and so we we're like little buddies on it oh, like you've got so like do you yeah. have a little
0: group like an ashley albert no group? but
2: somehow my i was getting emails my emails were being sent to one of the ashley's oh, no. and so she started forwarding it to me and then we just we like will randomly message each other or we like each other's it, I don't know. It's like fun to, it's like you know we know how know each many Emery Booter
0: balls are out there?
2: Zero. Zero. Just you.
0: I think I may be the only one. because
2: you're a gem. <gasps>
0: <gasps> <laughs> I'm a little
1: verklempt right now.
0: Mm. Well, on that note, my friends, we're going to head out. I want to say thank you to Ashley Albrecht for being on the show. It was a pleasure to have you here and all the success in the world for your thank endeavors. Thank you.
2: Thank mm. you for
0: having me. No, no. Thank you. <laughs> We'd like to send a special thanks to Courtney and our sound engineer, Sonny, for producing such a lovely program. Also, a special thanks to Quadrants for composing our theme song. And of course, to you, the listeners, for listening in. We are so glad you did. If you haven't had enough of me here, you can also find me all over social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and even on Instagram. You can find us at the Booter. We'd love to hear what you think about the show, and there's actually a place for you to comment on our website. If you go to www.thebooter.com, you can find the comment section and let us know what you think. We're also on Pinterest because, you know, men should be on Pinterest. I know interstellar travel is a bit difficult, but the Booterverse is always a click away.